Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, the podcast where I, Rosemary McCabe, talk to my sister, Beatrice McCabe, about a whole load of things. And today we thought we'd talk about something of which I have very little knowledge because I have the appetite of a tiny, tiny baby bird comfort eating. Do you know, I was thinking it actually sounds weird when we say... Rosemary McCabe, Beatrice McCabe. And then I was like, maybe it doesn't because those actually are both their names. Maybe you could just say Beatrice the next time instead of Beatrice McCabe. Am I overthinking this? Then I was like, maybe we should do a whole episode on keeping your name or not keeping your name. Oh, yeah. Good right. idea. But I, I actually think if we say Rosemary and Beatrice McCabe, it sounds like we're married. And wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> Illegal, but a delight. I did actually just pop into your spare room and think myself and Atlas should move back in here. Be so nice, imagine. Be so happy. I wouldn't be going in there. Don just went in there and said there was maybe I shouldn't go into detail. With little boys in the house, the bathrooms are not always the cleanest. Don just said that there was stagnant pee in the wee in the toilet there. I oh, would, well, I didn't notice that. I just no, I just neither. walked in and was like, this room is very airy. So did I. Well, maybe because he just opened the freezing cold minus oh, yeah, twenty degrees cold. window. Well, I went in and I was like, this room's lovely. Now that mom and dad are gone, no offense, mom, dad, and. And then he went in and started retching. But he's very dramatic. He is very dramatic. Desperate dramatic. Like he literally started retching like nobody's business. Maybe it's all American men. Did I tell you about the day that I came home and I was like, the house smells a bit weird. And Brandon came in and was like, smells like gas. Quick. We need to leave. And I had just ordered Indian. No, no, he had picked up the Indian, right? So he'd brought it home. And he was like, the house smells like gas. And as he's saying this, I'm unpacking my Indian, putting it into a bowl, delighted, right? Going, oh yeah, it does a bit, I suppose. And he's like, Rosemary, the house smells like gas, we need to leave. We have a brand new baby and Atlas is in a swing. I'm like, he's grand. I was like, it's, I don't barely even smell. He's like, smells really strongly of gas. So I'm still pouring out and getting out my samosa, getting out my, he's like, Rosemary, we need to leave the house. I'm like, leave the house and go where? He's like, I'm going to call Nipsco. We need to get in the car. So I brought my bowl of chicken tikka masala into the front seat of the car and ate it. Absolutely dead, right? Outside. And then Nipsco arrived. She was like, mm, I do get a weird smell. The gas reader thing wasn't picking up any gas, but th- but it turned out that actually my car was leaking petrol. But I actually, 
you know what? Probably much more likely than that is that you had done one of your lethal farts. Excuse me. I <laughs> probably much more likely. I was this is at the beginning of the relationship. Excuse oh no, you me. had a baby no, this at this recent. point. I do. I do not fart. I do delicate burps, and that's as gassy as I get. I don't think so. Shut up. Anyway, my car was leaking petrol, so that was the smell. It was gas of a different kind. They American do not gas. smell the same. Oh, gas. No. Oh, that's what he gas. meant. Gas. He, no, meant, no. he meant gas. No, he actually meant gas. No, he, that's, no, that's a prime example of cultural miscommunication. No, no. No, no. no. no he was basically, like in Ireland, he, he wasn't said, saying petrol. It's he wasn't. stinking of petrol in here. He, wa- he wasn't talking. He, he just, he confused the smells. No, he, he wouldn't have called Nipsco if he thought it was petrol. It could have actually been like... It smells like gas in here. And you've been like, it's hilarious. It's really funny in here. Somebody's making jokes. See, so many ways to misunderstand that. Anyway, my point is they're very dramatic, and very sensitive noses in America. Well, that's actually a per- as if sensitive noses, my <laughs> arse. But anyway, that's perfect example now of the comfort food. So you, while you were freezing, shivering, waiting for the gas woman, as it turned out, to come out and detect the pungent odor of whatever. Oh, I had the heated seats on. Oh, yeah, but my point is you brought the food, the, the comfort food into the car to comfort you while you were yes. displaced from your home. Yes. And actually this week, I just ordered Indian last night. I mean, I ordered probably at least once a week, but I ordered it last night to comfort me because I'd had some very bad meals. Chipotle had totally fucked up my order one day. They gave me chicken instead of barbacoa. They gave me no beans. And when I complained, right, and they said... <laughs> probably Brandon put that note in. No beans, please. We've had problems. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. When I when I went to complain on the DoorDash app and I was like, these ingredients were wrong, right? They the audacity beach, they gave me a four dollar they just gave me a credit for the ingredients. I was like, you I'm, ruined my whole meal. I'm literally surprised. I mean, at this point they've probably figured out they cannot afford to constantly be reimbursing you. No, they cannot afford to piss me off, Beatrice. I spent, well, I actually totted up my weekly spend point. yesterday and I was like, if I stopped buying food, my weekly spend would have been $80 or something. Okay, but if you stopped buying food, sure you'd be starving. No, no, as in we still do our supermarket shop. What I mean oh. is if I stop buying takeaway food. But you know, I find I look in the fridge and I go, oh. Like, actually, I was thinking today, I need to cook in the afternoon at the weekend. Because if I cook in the evening, I tend to only cook for myself because like, by the time six o'clock comes, the boys don't have the patience to wait for oh, yeah. another for hour, to make you know? Yeah. So if I don't cook in the afternoon, something nice and, and like also by six o'clock, I'm so exhausted. Like what time is it now? One one p.m. in the afternoon mm. and I am drained from 9.38 a.m. this morning. I actually was like this day, when's this day over? I got up at 7.07 with the kids. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. And I was like, kids kids let's let your dad have a lie in so we come downstairs they're all fighting then fox fucking bites nash on the arm draws blood i mean i can't make this stuff up i think they get it from wasn't there a member of our family was a desperate biter Roseanne smith oh well i wasn't gonna say the name i was gonna say <laughs> i think she's proud of it she starts with an r and ends with an ozan yeah exactly so anyway about like nine yeah it was a 9 38 because i checked my watch i was like when is don getting up it's been the longest day ever then don comes down full of 
the, the joys of spring. He's like, good morning, good morning, family. Thanks for the lion. Thanks for this. Literally 10 minutes later, shut up, sit <laughs> down, stop fighting. Just to go back, isn't four a bit old to start biting? I thought they got into the biting at around two or three. Three and a half. Well, he's going to be, he's going to be four in March, isn't he? April. That's, oh yeah. Well, no, he's well anyway, yeah, quarters. he's not four yet. But, but I know, I think it's like just, it's an expression of his rage, if you know what I mean. He can't, and he can't speak very well. So I feel like if I don't cook them something, then by six o'clock, they've, or five, five thirty even, they've no energy and I've no energy. Whereas mm. otherwise I can cook. It doesn't have a, deli- you know, a due date. They're not all around annoying me. Like as in, when's this going to be ready? Oh yeah. Oh God. You know, so I actually have time to make something nice. So today I was thinking I would make them, this may be ambitious. A recipe that I saw on The Guardian, a vegan something bowl looked delicious with, okay, actually sounds stupid now that I say it, for your children, for my children, with kale, ginger. <laughs> it looked delicious. I was like, I need to kale. start. Kale? Yeah, I need to start making them some more delicious. They're not going to eat that. They might. Kale, cabbage, ginger. <laughs> it looks delicious. Kale and cabbage. I think they're going to like it. Well, I discovered right after I had Atlas, because you were so nice and made me loads of food for my freezer. Our friend Kim made me some food. My new Instagram friend, Adriana, made me some food. The most like, comforting food to me is food I don't have to make myself. <laughs> and like, I'm not I, like discriminatory within that. It doesn't really matter what it is, as long as I didn't have to make myself. Uh, I, I think you mean as long as, it's, as long as it's not ham casserole. Beatrice. Yes. Oh, I will confess I didn't love the ham casserole. Dad made a casserole. And you know what was really galling me as well? That ham was delicious. I would happily have eaten that ham. Not like six Not weeks later. chopped into cubes. No, 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 nothing in cubes. And actually, I wish, that's my one problem with chicken tikka masala now. The food of true, authentic Indian cuisine. It's that the chicken is often in cubes. I'd prefer if they just did it in little strips or something. I don't like a cubed anything. It doesn't seem natural. I mean, it's I not natural. I think that's why I hate tofu. No. And paneer, like we just said. I hate, no, yeah, you're the right. texture of them, though, is kind of rubbery. Ugh. I like crispy tofu from Yamamori, once again, that I don't have to make myself. Honestly, I might as well be eating nothing, though. Oh, I mean, I actually did do a tofu meal for Don a while ago. Like, and I did, the, it was hours long and it involved straining the tofu. Oh, yeah. Ma- squeezing squashing it through, the tofu, a, yeah. through a cheesecloth, etc. <laughs> you have to get end, the water. But then at the end, I was like, might as well have put nothing in. Might as well have put in like four invisible ice cubes tasted of zilch. But was he happy? I, I mean, I don't Did he think, think it was tasty. I don't think he was particularly grateful. I feel like, hashtag not all men, but the men that I know, certainly, including my father, including my husband, need a lot of congratulations and commentary on their own food and spend a lot of time like dissecting the flavors. And then when I cook something, it's like, yeah, that was okay. I don't feel like my husband, I think he just gives himself all the compliments in his head. Like, I don't think he needs, <laughs> he he's doesn't like need another wonderful meal. <laughs> Perfectly cooked meat. I use my thermometer. Like, he's obsessed with that. He's literally like the human personification of Gaston. Do you know that? That's oh, yeah. who you married. Oh, yeah. Well, he does eat a dozen eggs every morning. Uh, <laughs> he does? A dozen egg whites, he does. We had, um, what did he make? He made pork chops the other day. He used the meat thermometer. And like, for my sake, I think he even left them in for an extra four minutes or something. And they were very pink. So who who, else, who am I married to? Gaston's little friend. Absolutely not. Take that back right now. I'm married to the beast. He's really nice inside, but on the outside he seems cranky. <laughs> I'm actually married to a cross between Gaston and Belle's dad. I, I was just about to say Belle's dad is probably... More, he looks like Gaston. But inside he's Belle's dad. 
He looks like Gaston, eats ten eggs like Gaston, then goes marching around like Bill's dad with Gaston. (laughs) With clothes on. Delighted with yourself. Delighted with yourself. Okay, listen. Listen, back back to the topic at hand. Comfort foods. Yeah. I think traditionally a lot of Irish people would think of, like, would think comfort foods with a lot of potato, like mashed potatoes. Shepherd's pie, I think, growing up kind of would have been considered a comfort food in our family, but I've never been a big shepherd's pie fan. I like I a good like, shepherd's pie. I love lasagna. Oh, oh my Delicious. God, I love lasagna. But I love pasta. Be a, but these would not be my comfort foods. Oh, what are your comfort foods? My comfort foods would be rice pudding. Like when I am, when I am, when I am, when, when I am feeling bad, <laughs> bad, bad, bad. <laughs> I like to cook myself some rice pudding, oh. Louie. And bingo. Oh, my God. Nan, I, when I am feeling down the dumps or when I'm feeling stressed or when I just need a big food hug, it sounds deep. You sound exactly like cooking with Nadia. Oh, my she God, I've never watched like it. that all the time. Dad, m- Mom and Dad and I watch a lot of it. Well, they loved it. They, they criticised it, but they loved it. I think that was part of the pleasure. They loved and hated it. I think towards, bit- towards the end of, the, of their stay, Nadia had become Dad's new Greta. Just it was like a bit, oh, for God's the sake. The woman he doesn't know who he likes to give out about. Anyway, back to me. Thanks. Sorry. I love a delicious rice pudding with sultanas. Delicious. Baked in the oven. Warm mm. and comforting. Not too sweet. That was all I ate during pregnancy number one. Very nice. Pregnancy number two. Lots of mashed potatoes. Why has this become now what you ate during pregnancy? Just I don't know. Because you needed when, comfort. That was when I was just so exhausted. Oh, yeah. And like, couldn't summon up the energy. And like, everything was making me feel sick. But they were... The stalwarts now. Delicious. But even now, I could still, any day, what the hell is happening? They're, ro- they're Just after I made them tidy up their bedroom, they're now rolling. Un- they're undoing it all. They're up there going, ha ha, she's gone. Um, I could eat rice pudding every day instead of dinner and feel delighted. So could I probably, yeah. I'm trying to think, yeah. That rice pudding in the oven is particularly, what's it called? Queen of pudding. Delia Smith's queen of pudding, isn't that it? Aunt Eliza's pudding. Oh, well, is, I was, it, is, it, is it Delia Smith though? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And actually I bought, it was very hard to find that cookbook, How to Cook Delia Smith. I bought it online for something like $80 when I was pregnant because I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. recipe. Couldn't find the recipe online either and might be there now. But anyway, but good, good. It's a good cookbook. That was more than a decade ago. Delia's a classic. No, actually, it was, I only bought it here. So it must have been like during Chance's, oh. the pregnancy with Chance, Chance's pregnancy. He had Chance hasn't <laughs> actually been pregnant. But I, I thought this was all interesting because what the hell are they doing upstairs? Seriously. I, the, the mind boggles. I think they're literally standing right above us. Like that's not even their bedroom. Rolling something. Rolling something back and forth out of spite. Rolling their spite back and forth. Anyway, I thought it was interesting when you had a bad meal, you know, this week and you were depressed and then you had Another bad meal, which I can't remember what that one was. Was it? Oh, I think it was the Chipotle. No. Oh no. Yeah, it was something else that Brandon made. No offense, Brandon. And you were just you were Oh, very... you know what it was? It's one of those he loves to make a very moist chicken oh. thigh. And chicken thighs have too much fat and like skin for them to be moist. You know what I mean? They need to be either like crispy or like shredded. No, no. I just and he loves producing like great chicken thighs. And then there's like there's kind of they're oozing. Oh no. Oh. Anyway, so go on. When I had two bad meals and then what did I do? Puff, I went for a run. Puffed up with liquid. Do you know what? I thought that this week when I came home from work and I had had, a, you know, a relatively taxing day and I had a, in the car, I was like, maybe I'm turning into a better person. In the car, briefly for one second, I thought to myself, 
maybe I'll go home and do some exercise. And then I immediately got home and opened a bottle of wine. But the thought, the thought actually, was there. it was there for the first time ever. So I'm like, maybe the thought maybe there. Maybe in six years time, you'll actually go for the, <laughs> maybe I'll actually act on the thought. Do the row. I thought about it. Anyway, sorry, get back to. Anyway, so then I, I thought it was interesting meals. when I texted and said, hey, Rosemary, why don't I, why I'm so magnanimous. I said, why don't I treat you to something to make you feel better? A replacement meal. And you were like, no, I'm stuffed on the hideous food. I, sorry, I didn't I say, absolutely, no, no. I ate it's such just, a large I want to clarify. No, I did not say stuffed. What I said was, sadly, I've eaten too much ham casserole to be able to eat an entire Indian meal. That was it. I didn't say I was stuffed. I just said I ate too much ham casserole, which I've severely regretted. Anyway, I was interested in the fact that your choice of a comfort meal was a McDonald's. I was like, it does McDonald's just, does it just make you feel better? McDonald's chips, if they're hot and salty, yes, do you make me feel better? I ate a lot of McDonald's, well, I eat a lot of McDonald's chips. I ate a lot of McDonald's chips in the first couple of months of my pregnancy, actually, when I was feeling sick. And I was like, just wanted something crispy and salty and starchy. And I've kept up that habit. (laughs) That's a habit that I've kept in my life since then. But also the thing about McDonald's is, I mean, maybe that's just me, but I can eat a large McDonald's meal and not feel even remotely full. So I feel like McDonald's is a good choice for if you're not super hungry. If it's, if you're on a diet, it's like the time Julie told me that Twix was great if you're on Weight Watchers because it was only one point. And then we realized after we had eaten a double <laughs> Twix every lunch, <laughs> each for about three months and lost no weight. Then we realized it was actually supposed to be one stick of a mini Twix. Like oh, yeah. the mini one oh, that's yeah. about like half an inch long. The fun size. Fun yeah. size. Who called them fun size? Why? What's fun about it? About depriving yourself of the whole Twix? It's fun because it's fun having anything when you're really good. Like when you're really disciplined. This is so much fun. This is oh. so much fun because the rest of my life is not that much fun. And this mini half Diet inch of heaven. just leeches the joy out of your life. so much fun. Oh. You know what? It's true. I mean, who wants to eat two full sticks of Twix? By the end, you're so bloated and full. Oh, <laughs> fuck off! Sis. <laughs> anyway, but you know what? I think some of the some of what's great about those things is that they the nostalgic aspect of them, right? And I read as well. I read today, which I mean, I think we all know, but it, there was a an article in oh my new subscription, the Financial Times. There was an article about what people are looking for and the trends that are happening at the moment. And one of the big ones is obviously nostalgia, right? Because mm-hmm. in times when people are afraid or, you know, fearful or depressed or whatever, they look for reassurance and kind of that warmth and comfort yeah. of times when they were happier and less stressed out, basically. So everybody's looking back to, you know, the 80s and the 90s, yeah. which would explain the resurgence of all those movies when we were growing up, like The Craft and, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. whole 90s resurgence. Anyway. So I was thinking, is this to do with the fact that mom made these? No, because mom made lots of food that I hated. Is it the fact that... What food did mom make that you hated? Well, I mean, it's a bit like you reminded me of it today when you said, you know, oh, I think I read your Substack and it said we had pork and vegetables for dinner and not a food that I love. But as I reminded William, we all have dinners we don't love sometimes. And I was like, do we? Do I also have dinners I don't love? But it's different, isn't it? Because you often, the kids will have had dinner when you get home and you just make dinner for yourself. So you're not going to make something for yourself that you, that you don't like. No, but I mean, do I, because I'm the parent, do I ever have food that I don't like because I'm the, I'm now in charge of it? Oh, I definitely have food that I don't like. Because yeah, because you order it and you don't cook it. And Brandon cooks. Sometimes I cook it. The other night I made, actually speaking of comfort food, I bought a cookbook based on a recommendation from a listener. Go on. I was going to say, but do you me. ever cook? I was back on that. Com- you, you made a statement that said, do I ever cook meals that I don't like? Yeah, of course not. Yeah, but by accident. Oh. I think it's going to be delicious. And then I'm like, this oh. is delicious and I have to eat it anyway. But I bought a book, Roasting Tin Around the World by Rukmini Iyer on the recommendation of a listener. Do you remember when I was asking for, does anybody have a cookbook that's like actually straightforward and quick? Because unlike Jamie, liar Oliver. 
He's like, 30 minutes. Or Ottolenghi. prepared. Or Ottolenghi every time yeah, I go. This stupid. looks delicious. And I'm like, I haven't got one of these ingredients. Oh my God. You know, I, I looked at the Brother... Oh, I didn't buy it, but I looked at the Brother Hubbard cookbook once because I was obsessed with their <sighs> walnut scrolls. Did you not buy that to support I them? I should have bought it actually. Absolutely. But listen, they don't need the support. Now they have about three cafes. They're, they're flying it. I'm sure they still need the support. It's been locked I down. I ate enough walnut scrolls to support them for years. Anyway... And I looked at their cookbook and the walnut scrolls take them like 48 hours. I was like, no, I'll just buy them. Thanks. Why don't you get dad to make them? He loves cooking bread oh, for 57 actually. hours. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy him the cookbook. And That's then a great idea. And then mark, mark the there's page. A, there's two starters in there that I'm supposed to be making sourdough pizza oh, dough with got, or something. Yeah, I've got my starter in the fridge. Anyway, so I bought this roasting tin around the world and then I did a very like my friend Claire on it. And I quote unquote made one of the recipes without, all the, without any of the ingredients basically. So I was like, oh. That's like potatoes and chicken and I have potatoes and I have chicken but nothing else so I'll do that and I'll add some carrots and I'll add some this and that. So I just did like so basically the premise of it is that you just need one roasting tin for I think, all the I think we yeah. got that. Yeah. Well just in case you didn't. Mm-hmm. So I put potatoes on the bottom and carrots and some garlic cloves. I got these garlic cloves recently that are honestly the size of an egg. It's obscene. Anyway and whole garlic cloves and carrots and chicken on top and some lemon things and it took way longer than it said it was going to take. The carrots were still very crunchy, as, oh. as the boys told me several times. Wherever the lemon wedges had been up against were practically inedible. The <laughs> acidity of those potatoes was <laughs> off the charts. And I also mistakenly ate an entire one of the garlic cloves that thought it was a potato. And <laughs> <laughs> regretted that as well. It so it is was seduction not, bill in your house. I know, it was not the best. Maybe that's why I've been very light burpy this week. Yeah, but that was disappointing. But the book does have some very nice recipes that I have marked. I've put little, I mean, a la Claire McCabe, I've ripped pieces of envelope and stuffed them in various pages, like as little bookmarks. But there's one that's like lamb meatballs. And then, you know what I hate by cookbook authors when they're like, my kids love this. And you're like, I do they? Do they really do oh, kids? They probably I just do. love chicken no, nuggets they like do. everyone else's kids. Well, I made, I bought a beautiful book called Pasta. Is it called Pasta? I can't remember <laughs> what it's called, actually. You sounded so authoritative. I bought a beautiful book called Mm. Is this called? I think it's called. I think Pat. it might be called pasta. Bet. Le bet. I don't think it's. Called I think Le it's bet. called pasta. Yeah. Anyway, I can't remember what it's called. I'll put it. You can put it in the show notes. Anyway, everything looks absolutely scrumptious. I made the ragu because I was like, "This will be delicious." This will remind me now of living in Italy and going to those amazing little mom and pop restaurants at eleven p.m. at night time. We used to go in and have the Gramigna con salsiccia and then drink copious bottles What's of Gramigna wine. Gramigna con salsiccia, like it's a type of. Pasta, you know, Grameenia pasta. Oh, is pasta. it like the, the really little rolled up little mm-hmm. snails? Little rolled up squiggly things. Oh, yeah, and, um, nice. And like sausage ragu. So I was like, this looks very similar. So I went out to the supermarket. They didn't have all the ingredients. So I went to the other supermarket. Like it's it's three different types of meat. My nightmare, but I'm willing to try anything for a bit of nostalgic reverence. Then got home, realized I didn't have all the ingredients. Didn't have the white wine. I had drunk it the night before. <laughs> Something else I was missing. So I'm like, you know what? It's mom and dad's last week. I'll go out and get this stuff. Like, this is a lot of effort for this. This is a lot of effort. Three supermarket Mm -hmm, trips mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Across spanning two days and like self-sabotage in the middle of it all. Like very annoying. (laughs) Went out. Oh, also went out, bought really amazing pasta, which didn't end up being really amazing. Oh. Called spoony or something like sponges. Went out anyway. Got all these ingredients. Came back. Cooked it. It was three hours long of cooking, right? Mm -hmm. Sit down. Mom goes, oh... This is very greasy. I she was didn't, no, she ready didn't. to murder. She didn't. What greasy, she said was greasy. greasy. This is very greasy. This is very Because she came over to my house the next day and reported back and said, Beatrice made this ragoon. It looked, I mean, it looked like it was going to be delicious, but it just, it wasn't greasy, but it tasted greasy. You know what I mean? 
I'm like, no, I don't. I have no idea what you mean. But you know what was really annoying about it was while I was cooking it, it just smelled really meaty. Oh, which that like, put not, you off. Yeah, not, wouldn't really put me off. Not put you good off. meat, but it just smelled like pure meat cooking for three hours. Like, you know, when you make a bolognese, it smells of meat and then you throw in the tomatoes and, tomatoes and, the and herbs and, and yeah. It just smelled incredibly meaty. Now, as I was eating it and I would say glaring threateningly at our parents and then, you know, even offering, I was opening the door to a little bit of criticism, but not quite as much as I got. I was like <laughs> glaring at them so they should have known better going, it's not quite as nice as yours, mom, but like, what do you think? Mm, wouldn't make this again. I was like, you didn't make it, fucker. Sorry. <laughs> then the other dish I made out of it was a very simple one. You make pasta. You then reserve a couple of spoons of the pasta. You melt a massive big wad of butter in it and throw in some parmesan, right? And I was like, how can this go wrong? Sounds delicious with a bit of salt. It was actually very, t- very flavorsome. But mom put me right off it. She kept like swirling it around her bowl, you know. Oh, it's like, <laughs> and then she'd go like this. <laughs> I was like, "What? what's wrong? And I'm like, she's making me feel sick now at this point. She's absolutely turning me off this food, you know. What did she say? I was like, what's what's the problem here? And she's like, I was like, do you not like it? Oh, yeah, no, it's nice. It's <laughs> she's like, it's just the sauce. It's very monosodiglottomy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I think it's just like it's the, you know, it's the reserved cooking water. So it's a bit starchy. Like it's supposed to, yeah. be, you know, give it some body. Oh, you wouldn't like this a lot now, would you? It's raging. I was thinking of making it the other night, but she's turned me off it now. So are you going to try anything else from the cookbook? This isn't... Yeah, I'm going to try lots of other things. But anyway, I was like... This isn't I, a good sign. This could be a future comfort food for me, but every time I'll e- I eat it now, I'll be thinking of mom complaining about the texture and I'll be going... <laughs> yeah, gross. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Right? <laughs> I like a nice homemade carbonara. As a, like, as a comfort food. But again, not made by me because anytime I've tried to make carbonara, I've ended up scrambling the eggs. A bit. Or like, you, you, even if they don't seem to quite scramble, the parmesan kind of separates and they just end up a bit lumpy. Ugh. You know, like a bit, you know, Ugh, not perfect. Gross. I like a nice carbonara in a restaurant. You know, toast. Toast. Uh, classic. Do you know, I actually do like scrambled eggs except when I hate the smell of eggs, which happens to me on occasion. Just sometimes I come down in the morning, I'm like, do not get that egg smell away from me. But the other morning, I got up and Don had made scrambled eggs and I was like, this looks delicious. Now he's great at making scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. He loves the eggs. Mm-hmm. And that sounds really bad. No, but he like, puts mm-hmm. love into his cooking. That's the oh, key. Tell me. I know. So anyway, he goes, oh, well, what he actually goes was, he didn't say, would you like some of these? He goes, I guess you'd like some too. And I'm like, oh yeah, I wouldn't mind. Thanks. Because he, he had obviously, for some reason, instead of going, you know what, there's six of us in this family. He's like, there's three of us in this kitchen. Like not oh, the way just, to be. Yeah, it. So anyway, I take some, I am telling you for a fact, although he denied it, but I have good taste buds. There was Velveeta in that scrambled egg, which is to anybody who doesn't know, actually don't know what it is, but it's a weird paste of a cheese that comes in a tinfoil block like Philadelphia cream cheese. And it is yeah. like craft, like the the easy slices condensed into a block of yuck. Yeah, it's almost like if you if if cheese melted the way chocolate melted, you know, into like a liquid. It like it's like a melted thick cheese. It's truly greasy. It's, it's <laughs> greasy. Anyway, that was mixed into greasy, the cheeses into, um, into the scrambled eggs. And he denied it, except I'm telling you, I got a lump of Velveeta solidified on my tongue and I knew. Is he still denying it? He's still denying it. You can ask him later. He's still mm. denying it to me, but he was doing that shifty sideways eye that he does when he's lying, when I catch him. And like, he is, he never backs down. He never admits the truth. So, oh, sorry. Can I just tell you, sorry, speaking of scrambled eggs, the most comforting of comfort breakfasts, the full Irish in Avoca. Creamy mushrooms, creamy scrambled eggs. A nice, big, thick gobine sausage. Rosemary. Some gobine bacon and that toasted cheese bread Rosemary, with some relish. I hate when other people make sausages, rashers. What? And scrambled eggs for me. I can't eat other people's scrambled eggs. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's gravy. Like you can't eat other people's gravy. Why? It's like, it's absolutely gross. You can eat Don's scrambled eggs. You just said that. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> No, I don't know what they've put into them. I always feel like they're a little bit runny. I can't. Like, Sorry, but are they about, fully what's wrong cooked? with the sausage in the rasher, though? Sausages, all right. But like, where are they from? Are they good sausages? Beans, county Cork. Yeah, but like, are they cooked enough? Are they a little bit undercooked? And the rashers, rashers they're not crispy enough. They're greasy. <laughs> greasy. Okay, well, you like the mushrooms. The mushrooms are delicious. And that <laughs> toast sounds okay, but I think I'd prefer a regular toast. <laughs> and a cup of tea. But like, even tea. You need to make your own tea. No, coffee. You just get coffee and a vodka. Oh, I don't really like You're coffee with breakfast. Like oh with, a, with the breakfast God. that I'm eating. Coffee's instead of breakfast. Sorry, with the breakfast that you're eating? Yeah. Tea. So you like coffee with the breakfast you're not eating? No, I like coffee when I'm not eating breakfast. Coffee oh. is my replacement for breakfast. You know, when I'm on the go. Power. Okay, Carl Lagerfeld. 
I just listened to an excellent episode actually of Maintenance Phase, which is like an anti-diet culture podcast I listened to. And they were talking about the Karl Lagerfeld diet. It was very amusing. What's that? Plastic surgery? Yeah, and a lot of Diet Coke. Oh, I do drink a lot of that. I just have, I've missed out on the microsuction today. Oh, I used to drink plenty. My boss, in one of my previous jobs, used to drink at least 10 cans a day. Was your boss Karl Lagerfeld? No, but my boss was extremely skinny also. Well, yeah, was Karl Lagerfeld skinny? Was he very tall? He was extremely I mean, skinny no, no, after he was he extremely had, slim after he lost the 90 pounds in 11 months and claimed ma- it wasn't weight loss surgery. He had massive liposuction, he, lads. He did it through diet, Beatrice. He wrote a He didn't even it. say that, did he? I think he did. I don't think he did. Oh, I'll have to listen to the It's like Sharon Stone again. who said she never had a facelift, except, never mind, we won't, we won't go into this. I heard anecdotally, never mind. Oh, your your contacts in in big cosmetic surgery now coming in useful for our investigative cosmetic surgery podcast. <sighs> Never mind. You know what? I mean, I actually don't even care. Like, I think it's quite fine if you want to have plastic surgery, go for it. But it makes it very difficult for other people to have a realistic expectation of yeah. what they should look like if yeah. you then deny it. Yeah. Don't lie to the rest of us and and be like, I just did it through like healthy eating exercise. Or don't talk about. I was it about to say. On the other hand, I don't actually think you are obliged to no, share not. what you do with us, but. Don't lie to us. Yeah, if don't that's lie. the only one. Just don't just lie. Just put so much pressure on everyone else to be like, well, she did it through diet and exercise. Yeah. No, she didn't. She did it through weight loss pills and surgery. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But also, like, just, I mean, it was like I, I wanted to get my hair cut in a shag, which I did. Oh, my God. Success. The other day, somebody said to me, you know who you remind me of? And I hope this isn't an insult. Your new hair looks like Linda Ronstadt. Yes. Which is exactly what you wanted. I know. But then I was like, did I actually tell them this? And are they now making fun of me? Was it Kevin? A month and a half later. No. Oh, somebody well, else that worked. Not. I was like, yes. But I mean, who knows? Anyway, watch this documentary on Linda Ronstadt with mom and dad, right? Watch the first half. Got totally obsessed with the hair. Got the haircut. Watched the second half. I was like, still don't look like Linda Ronstadt. And then her manager was like, well, this was back when Linda was on all the diet pills. And I was like, damn, that's the part I'm missing to look like her. And the minus 20 years. Yes, that's the only part. Excuse me. Back to the toast. Toast. Kerry <laughs> toast. Gold. Toast and Kerry Gold. I bet you Linda Ronstadt did. Oh, Kerry Gold. But I bet you Linda Ronstadt didn't eat toast. And I bet you she did. I bet you she didn't because she was on diet pills. She didn't eat anything. Her heart was hammering, jack hammering so hard at her chest. She couldn't even think about eating. She was so anxious. That's okay. true. That's what she said, actually, because of those diet pills. Right. Back to the toast. Did you know that in Kerrygold, that in Kerrygold, that in America, do you remember a couple of years ago, I read that article that said that, I think it was, was it Wisconsin or Vermont? I don't know. Some state in, in America was was like taking Kerrygold to court because their butter was too good for, they were afraid they were all going to lose their business because their butter was too good. How can you take somebody to court for their butter being too good? Well, I can't remember. They were trying to keep them out because they, I can't remember. I'll find the article later. That's not quite a factual representation. Someone's going to take me to court someday because my writing's too good. They're like, you're ruining it for the rest of us. Oh, yeah, that that's... Anyway, toasted caracol butter. Also, a nice toasted cheese sandwich in one of those toasted cheese sandwich makers, which really, I got an amazing thing by Morphe Richards for the microwave. Miko. It's it's called a Miko. It's but it's by it's by Morphe Richards. It's this thing you put in the microwave and you put the toast in between these two plates and you put it in the microwave and it turns out like a proper like pub toasted cheese sandwich that's been in the sandwich press. But it's not quite the same as the one in the sandwich press at home because that ends up quite puffy in the middle. Do you know what I mean? Whereas this one ends mm-hmm. up quite flat. But I okay. did love a puffy <clears throat> toasted cheese sandwich maker. Toast okay, cheese. Sandwich. This is not the one I was talking about, but this was two thousand and eighteen. Kerrygold butter facing U.S. lawsuit over grass-fed cow claims. This is probably like, it says, the beloved Irish butter brand is misleading customers into thinking their cows are fed an exclusive grass diet when they also eat grains and soy. I think this is like, anyway, it got dismissed apparently, but this is like 
the smoked Irish salmon, Irish smoked salmon. You know, is it Irish smoked salmon or smoked Irish salmon? It means like Irish smoked means it could be just be smoked in Ireland. Or the salmon smoked, could be from anywhere. Smoked via an Irish method, couldn't it? Like, no, Irish that's smoked. what legally, apparently, that's oh, what it means. But or smoked like, Irish salmon means it was caught in the seas of... It means it's actually Irish salmon smoked. I hate smoked salmon. Uh, I don't I like hate, smoked anything, actually. Well, I tell you, so it wouldn't be a comfort food. Oh. It needs to be very thin, though, like laser, paper thin. No, gross. Can something I just don't be like laser it thin? No, it could be cut with the laser, it should be paper thin. Yeah. I would no. like to be laser thin. <laughs> I don't like smoked salmon. I don't like smoked cheeses either or smoked meats. Oh, God. I don't like the taste of gross. No, no, no. But even when I worked in Sheridan's and they were the high quality smoked cheeses, couldn't You're eat them. such a snob. Why did you buy Brandon the Smoker then? Oh, that's a good question. Because uh, I knew he wanted it. You know what? That's so selfless And sure, listen, when he smokes the meat, I can just order Taj Mahal. That is so, so <laughs> selfless. You're such a great partner. <laughs> I'm the best wife ever. Oh, that's so great. So all this to say, basically, yeah. if I'm not feeling well. You're having rice pudding. Well, it sounds like I was going to say you could bring me rice pudding, but it sounds like you won't be cooking anything for anybody. So and nobody makes rice pudding except Taj Mahal. And I don't like the Indian rice pudding. That's different. Oh, no, I don't like that either. It's very sweet. And it's very, very sweet. And it's served cold. I mean, you know, you can warm it up, but it's It's very, very watery as well. You know what I love about the rice pudding is it has a kind of density to it. It's extremely delicious. I'll put this recipe up now for everybody to enjoy. It is actually very, very good. Delicious. No, now that I have my new roasting tin cookbook, I genuinely am planning on cooking. And I made brownies, blondies twice last week. You did. You did. So I do. I mean, that's not cooking, it's baking. But Can you see if your roasting tin has a rice pudding recipe for me? Uh, it doesn't. I got the roasting tin around the world, so it has, it's divided by different regions and then it has one dessert only per region. So it only has about five desserts in the oh. whole book and I've already obviously looked for, looked for every dessert. Well, um, I've been left wanting. Sounds like, wanting. I'm not, sounds like I'm not going to be taken care of here. Or potato cakes, also delicious. Oh, yeah, but oh. the last time I made potato cakes, they weren't nice. I think that's I'll just tell me, you what's very comforting, honestly. And, you know, I'm trying to get out of this, like I said this year, but you know what? My ultimate comfort food. Food. <laughs> Food, it's just going to have to be wine. Tea. Wine is not a food. Tea is not a food. They're beverages. We could do a whole episode on comfort beverages and it would just be wine. Tea. Tea is very comforting. comforting. Coffee's not comforting, but tea is extremely comforting. No, but why isn't coffee comforting? It has a harder taste. Yeah, it does, yeah. Tea is just, and it's very moorish. You can drink all the cups of tea. At a certain point, like if you've had enough coffee now, you're starting to feel a little bit sick. Oh, that's true, yeah. Tea never. jittery. Tea is just always, you know, it's like a, it's like that letter to your mom in that Brooklyn book. You know? That Brooklyn book in Brooklyn, I mean. In the book Brooklyn. Yeah. It's like all those letters that went back and forth, all of them were accompanied by somebody drinking a cup of tea. I would like to point out that we had friends over the weekend before last, I think, just came over because they hadn't seen the house and, you know, they came over for a chat. Didn't have a single beverage, Beatrice. I found it very odd. I was like, would you like a cup of tea? No, no, we're fine. Would you like a glass of water? Would you like this? And I was like, what? And I felt like Mrs. Doyle, like, ah, go on. Would you love something? Wet your whistle on something. I know, Beatrice. What is your whistle? Is your whistle in your mouth? Because I'm now like, well, that's weird. not your mouth. <laughs> is your whistle in your mouth? <laughs> Yours isn't a whistle. It's more like a, I don't know. Okay, it's really funny how mean you're being right now. Oh. Anyway, I just, you sure you'd always have a cup of tea? Do you mean? Like, you'd never say no to a cup of tea. I really. just can't imagine, like, I, we're too, I'm, you know what? I need to get better just being like, no, sorry, thanks. That's not what suits me right now. Like the fact that even if there was no tea, it was like, would you like a weird drink of cranberry tofu 
blend, I'd be like, of course I will because I'm in your house and I'm being polite. I feel attacked now because I drank that raspberry seltzer water at our friend's house last week. Which um, in hindsight, I shouldn't. Why didn't I just have a glass of water? I didn't really want that raspberry seltzer water. It was grand like. Oh my God, you were actually, you were like a maniac now that I, I think about like it. Yeah, no, you're not going to relate to this because no, I'm just me. going to be easy and say no matter what the drink is, I'll have whatever what you're serving was, was my point. You meanwhile went through 17 no, different options no, in their what, fridge. No, what, no. You what happened was, and you should have seen the look on your face as you were no. like, as you were evaluating each one of the offerings <laughs> laid out before you <laughs> like some kind of, water like some kind of sultan of. What actually happened was I arrived over and they said, what would you like to drink? We have everything. And I said, Oh, great. I'll have some kind of Coke, like Diet no, Coke. No, that's not what you oh, said. Oh, God. You said, do you have Coke products? I was like, who oh. is this person? <laughs> do you have Coke products? But the thing is, they didn't bat an eye. No, Fair because play in to America, them. you no. go to a restaurant and you say, do you have Coke products or no. Pepsi products? No, because they were, no, you don't. I do. Yeah, you do, because you're such a weirdo, such a blow in. They're all like, you can tell <laughs> this one's foreign. I hate Pepsi. No, they will say, you'll say, would you like, I'll have a Coke, please. And they say, oh, we only have Pepsi products. You don't say, do you have Coke products? Literally, I've never heard I an say, American say Coke that. I say, do you have Coke or Pepsi products? And then when they tell me the answer, I'll either say, I'll have a Diet Coke or I'll have a Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, you see, here's where the problem happened. You thought you were in a restaurant, but actually you were, you were in our friend's house. <laughs> no, but, I thought I was in our friend's house and I thought they had all drinks because they'd said to me, we have everything. Getting very high pitched there. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, and then when they said, no, sorry, we don't, you went, do you have any sparkling water? And they came up with a beautiful can of Perrier which I have right in front of me here. And you went, oh, do you perchance have Stan Pellegrino? Yes, no, you did. No, I didn't. Oh, I no. Said, I, I said, would you not drink the Perrier? And I oh, said, no, and you said, I only I, like some. You said, I only like San Pellegrino. <laughs> I like my water bubbled at the source. Literally, I couldn't believe when you said that. And I then did. I absolutely did not say that. <laughs> also, this Perrier says source on it. So you're defaming Perrier by implying source, that it's not Perrier. bubbled at the source. Let's see what it says. It just says source Perrier, which actually doesn't water captured at the source, but not bubbled at the source is what I said. Anyway, this actually fizzy water could be my comfort oh, food. Oh, I don't think fizzy water is very comforting. Makes me feel happy. I don't find it very comforting. Not like a warm hug. Cup of tea. It's the only, it's the only tea, job, really. Tea. Yeah, on that, on that very Irish note, thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. I'm sorry that Beatrice made up all that shit about me and the San Pellegrino. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I like to think that our podcast is like a beacon of truth and factual accuracy, but she just keeps derailing it with, with these lies. Thanks so much for listening and uh, we'll, we'll catch us next week. I think everybody knows what the truth is. I think everybody knows. Oh, please also, if you have an opportunity, please don't forget to send us five star review rating. And review us, whatever Send the expression of yes. review. To please, wherever you're listening us. to this podcast, whether it's Stitcher, <laughs> iTunes, you can also now leave a rating on Spotify. Please give us a rating, five stars only. Well, five stars would be preferable. Oh, please, five stars. If you only want to give us less, please just jot that down in your notebook and maybe don't go online for that purpose. And if you want to point out which of us you like better, don't bother. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts, as is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.